everyone, and welcome to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter, and joining me as always on this horror journey through hell and back. Although we've not never came back yet, I'm still just in hell, generally speaking. Tim's here. <laughs> yo yo. <laughs> you should you should have went yo yo. <laughs> it's a pirate, Jason. It's a pirate. <laughs> uh, be interesting. I'd watch that movie. Pirate Jason, yeah. Uh, well, if they ever get these legal disputes sorted out, we could actually start getting more afraid of the 13th movies. That'd be fun. Um, but yes, yeah. this is Screams After Midnight. This is our horror movie podcast. And it is October. It is the October thumb, which means we are hitting you with episodes every goddamn day of the month. And you mm. should be excited about that. And of course, mm. one of the things that we started working through franchise-wise two years ago, October thumb 2017, <laughs> And we started on Friday the 13th because there was a th- there happened to be one in October. So it's like, of course, we have to start the franchise then. Um, we started this franchise and we've been working through it over the last two years. And how weird is it to actually get to like the ninth movie? Like, you know, this is the ninth one in the franchise. Uh, it does feel weird because, yeah, it feels like for a while we had we're doing pretty you know, like evenly. And then it just feels like there's like a big stretch <laughs> between movies. Uh, but now we're picking up a little bit. Yeah, the last the last couple t- t- uh, took a while to get to, just because we got so busy with new movies and stuff getting away. Because mm-hmm. um, it wasn't like we slowed down recording. You know, we, we were do- do- doing quite well yeah. recording-wise. But mm-hmm. um, here we are uh, for Jason Goes to Hell, the final Friday, the ninth film in the Friday the 13th franchise. And of course, it is um, the first one that New Line Cinema made because they got the rights. Uh, Paramount, mm-hmm. after the eighth one, didn't do as hot and they were still getting complaints. New Line took the rights and they're, of course, the home of uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. They're the home of Freddy Krueger. So it felt like a match made in heaven. And the first movie they put out implied hey, it was... Match made Match made in hell, sorry. Ma- yes, yeah. match made. <laughs> I, I apologize. Um, but the... The thing is, is that like what baffles me about this is that they get the rights. There's this studio that's more well known for doing horror movies gets the rights to Jason Voorhees, gets the rights to Friday the Thirteenth, and the first thing they do, the first movie they put out under their <laughs> under their banner, is the one that's supposed to be the last one. Why would they do that? They just got the rights. It's it, it's absolutely insane. I, I, <laughs> and I don't understand. I don't. Yeah, it, that- it's very weird. And that and, and that's before we even get to what the movie actually is in terms of the content. I mean, I'm not even talking about that. <laughs> I'm just talking about the idea of like we want to do the one where he dies, where he ends kind yeah. of thing. It's just it's weird. And obviously it was never really meant to be the last one because the ending even implies we're going to do more stuff, but it's just it's such a weird thing that this is the first thing they go to. Um <laughs> But yeah, so we'll start the movie, uh, spoiler-free of course, and we'll give you a warning halfway through before we get spoilers. Before we start talking about the movie though, I want to remind you about something that we're doing this month. Um, So I did this for just the top 100 movies in general recently, but what we're doing this month is that we want you guys, our fans, our audience, uh, to send in your top 50 horror movies of all time in in list form, uh, ranked clearly from number 1 through 50, and the way this is going to work is that your movie that's at number 1 will get X amount of points, your movie at number 2 will get slightly less points and so on and so on and essentially for the end of the month we're going to have a results show where we're going to have a top 100 horror movies list that is voted for by you guys via your top 50 lists so you can send in your list to mftvquestions at gmail.com uh, just clearly uh, rank your movies from numbers 1 through 50 and there'll be a results show at the end of the month the deadline for this is the 20th of October and that is important that is to give us time to uh do the calculations and add on all the points and all the rest of it so 
The deadline is the 20th of October and there'll be a results show probably in two parts uh, by the end of the month. Now, we're recording this before I've even done the top 100 regular movies list. Uh, but I've decided we're going to do this for October for horror movies. So I don't know how well it's going to go in both times, but I'm going to assume it was a success and we're going to do it again um, and do the results show by the end of the month. So please do send in your list. Uh, and there you go. Any thoughts, Tim? I'm, I'm going to... <laughs> I'm going to need to see copies of these lists because I don't know if I can trust you. I know a lot of people are going to be putting the boy high up there. <laughs> I want to make sure there's no shenanigans with you uh, discounting some stuff. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Um, <laughs> so you uh, you can do that. And um, um, and for, for the record, I think me and Tim will put in our own, our own lists into the mix to make it spicy. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. to give it some to, to make sure there's some good films being represented uh, uh me and tim will put on our own list as well um but and you can see what our lists were as of 2017 because we did our own top 100 uh two years ago uh which took place over four parts uh that was a really good series a lot of videos we did so um go, go check out that uh but without further ado let's start talking about jason goes to hell the final friday and Brace yourselves, I'm about to give you, because I always did the, the little the, the spoiler-free plot summary at the start, I always give you the, 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 the synopsis, mm-hmm. because brace yourself, this is uh, this is not what you're expecting from Friday the 13th Part 9, it really isn't. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Jason is killed in the opening 10 minutes, and his spirit mm-hmm. possesses someone uh, at the morgue, and Jason is actually just a spirit in this movie who is possessed, possessing people, going across country to get back to Crystal Lake, where he is determined to find his bloodline. For some reason, all of a sudden, they've they've done they've done the Halloween thing. They've, they've retconned in that he has family and that he has like siblings and and, and nieces and nephews <laughs> that he has to get to, and he wants to find his baby niece because that'll be how he comes back. Yeah, well, we all know that important part of the Jason Voorhees lore, <laughs> that he needs a, a blood rel- relative in order to be reborn and or he, something. He switches bodies by vomiting <laughs> this uh, like parasite thing into well, someone's mouth. Yeah. Well, I mean, first you have to eat his heart, of course, which, I mean, again, we all know this. This is classic Jason mythos, you know? This what is... is this movie? What is this stupid goddamn movie? I hate it. I hate it so much. Like, what? what is it between Freddy's Dead and Jason Goes to Hell, which were the final nightmare and the final Friday? What is it with this? These like what, what were New Line thinking in the early nineties? It was like ninety one. Let's do Final Friday. Ninety three. Let's do Final or sorry, Final Nightmare. And then this was Final Friday. And like, what were they thinking? Why did they have to make this like like almost companion companion like movies between the two franchises? Yeah. But they're both shit. <laughs> yeah, it. You know, I was kind of excited to watch this movie just because it had been a while since I seen it, and obviously I remember it being bad. But you know, I'm, I'm always down for a you know critical reevaluation. You know, there's been stuff I've come back to, but you know, this isn't that bad. Um, and and I know again, similar to I, I think I mentioned this with um, Freddy's Dead, but there are you know the the people that like this movie, so. Uh, I, I think even a few people I know <laughs> are like, you know, have some slightly positive things to say. So I was, I was like, all right, let me try to go in with a fresh mind. We'll see. But I just I, I can't do it. This movie is bad. It is really, really bad. And, uh, and uh, you know, I, I mentioned it before, like Friday isn't my franchise. Uh, you know, I do like it, um, but it, it's not 
it doesn't have a you know a near and dear place in my heart like a it, you know i i do like the idea of jason and, and you know there's lots of movies and moments that i like but i'm not like the biggest fan so it's not like i'm holding it sacred but this is just shits all over like <laughs> everything that someone could possibly have loved <laughs> about the series and it's it's bad on every level. <laughs> There's a scene where the bounty hunter yells, "A bounty hunter, and this is hunting Jason," because that's something that would. It's, a, it's another Duke. We're just <laughs> we just did another movie. We're talking about Duke. No, that, yeah. that that one's going up later in the month, Tim. No, 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 no. Don't okay. don't, don't spoil the magic. <laughs> you'll see. You'll see more Dukes. <laughs> <laughs> but he he um. There's a scene where he's sitting talking to. Uh, it's, I think it's the journalist, uh, or maybe someone else but he 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 just basically comes out with all this weird mythologies like oh jason's hunting for his siblings so he can come back at the real world <laughs> and jason jason the body's just me jason can actually go into anyone's body and i'm like since when how do you know this where does this shit come from all of this is, is just pulled out of the writer's ass and none of it matches with anything that's ever been even remotely suggested in Friday the 13th. And it's not even just that it doesn't mm. jive with continuity. It's just against the spirit of Friday the 13th. Mm. Friday the 13th has never had anything like any of this shit. Um, yeah. Can you imagine, like, if social media was around back then, like, how much... Because, you know, they released, like, a oh, Sonic yeah. trailer where Sonic doesn't look exactly like people want and, and they freak out. <laughs> imagine the kind of reactions they'd be getting it once, like plot lines and trailer stuff like was released for oh, this. Oh, I know. Like, I, and they deserve the the, the the backlash for this. I, yeah. <laughs> this movie's, this movie's something else. I mean, even the visuals of like, when Jason dies at the start, which is not a spoiler because it's the premise of the movie is he, he gets yeah. killed at the start. Um, there's like these bright orange lights that start flying out of him and I'm like, what is this? What is this it, mystical garbage? <laughs> yeah, it, it never looks good. Uh, well, all right, maybe I will set a little bit of credit. There are, I think, a few good kills in this, but you know, not enough. One or, to... one or two, sure, but like, because yeah. the, the whole—I mean, the opening is a fun idea, at least for a sketch. Like, I, I could see this being on like a oh, short sure. film that's on like Saturday Night Live or something like that, where you play it dead serious like a horror movie, but the twist is in the opening scene that the the one woman who's went to camp crystal lake is actually an, an undercover fbi agent and dives out the way and then all the lights come on and it's like just a squad of agents getting ready to take down jason because at this point he's so infamous and killed so many people that of course yeah. they're sending the entire goddamn fbi after him why wouldn't they <laughs> um but like everything the lights coming out of him just reminded me so much mm -hmm. of like uh, freddy's dead where and mm -hmm. I, I don't know if this is going up before or after freddy's dead in the month admittedly so but in freddy's dead there's these like ghost heads that like come out of him at one point i'm like this is the same yeah. shit like what, what why is all this mythology being dumped into the ninth and sixth movies respectively that makes no sense and doesn't jive with anything else in the previous films i mean i will say freddy's dead doesn't I mean, Freddy's Dead adds a lot of like extra stuff to the mythology. It doesn't completely mm -hmm. betray the feeling of the previous films as much as this one does. Sure. But mm -hmm. the pure quality is probably still just as bad or in the ballpark. It's not like yeah. this is actually much worse or better than, than that one is. They're, they're kind of similar in quality. This one just goes further off the deep end in terms of like, this is not even resembling Afraid of the 13th movie. At least... I mean, Fre Freddy Krueger's maybe like a jokey <laughs> idiot in that other movie, but at least he's still in dreams killing people. He's still doing Freddy Krueger-esque yeah. things. Sure. Yeah. And, and there's it really is uh, so many weird similarities between them. Like, even down to, like, 
you know, kind of abandoning the naming convention, which I think with this one is probably a rights thing. But uh, yeah, they got the rights to Jason, but they didn't get the rights to Friday the 13th. Yeah. yeah. Um, but still, that's like another thing where it's just like, yeah, even the titles are like, yeah, it's like, oh, it's not Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the 13th. It's Freddy's dead and Jason goes to hell. And the final Friday, the final nightmare. Yeah, it's so weird. And, and for the record, it's not just that it's a bad Friday the 13th movie. Even if this wasn't connected to that franchise, it would mm-hmm. still just be a bad movie. Like the characters oh, yeah. are not interesting or likable uh, or endearing. Like, like the, the main character, uh, the closest thing we have to a main character like it's kind of like i was shocked that he wasn't like a, a kill early on i thought he was like disposable and the kill yeah. who i thought was the main character and then he's like the main character for the rest of the movie and i'm like what is this <laughs> it's i <laughs> i i think yeah the best way to describe this movie is probably that sentence like what is this like it's <laughs> really bizarre uh yeah everything about it is stupid like even stuff like the music is really bad it feels like uh yeah really cheesy yeah Um, they have a little bit of the there's a little bit of that in there but it's the reference like yeah some of the earlier music which is fine but then for the most part it for the most part it's just really (laughs) loud bombastic (laughs) like sort of over the top (laughs) the first thing is though is that you know jason x which we'll obviously get to soonish because it's the next one um actually keeps this music which is funny because it's almost like they thought it had like some history with the franchise at this point and then the 10th one (laughs) that they they kept some of it because i remember the the end credits for sure definitely has the the main theme from this one uh and and jason x and jason x is a better movie jason x you know well may not be high art is one that i think we're both going to have fun with when we get to it yeah yeah, there's some fun to be had uh, with it. It's always funny. I, I, I didn't. This was the last Friday the Thirteenth movie I saw. I mean, pro- probably before the remake came out, but like out of the original ten, because I remember I got the DVD for Jason X, and there was like a really decent like half hour making of documentary on there, or, or not even a making of. It was it was separate from the making of. It was like a you know Jason Legacy kind of documentary. Obviously, it's completely irrelevant now because of the the, the seven hour. Uh, crystal lake memories documentary exists which is fantastic and you should all watch it because it's a great mm-hmm. great great time that that and never sleep again which is the equivalent and uh, on elm street one um but I, I, it was a really good documentary it was a good extra on the dvd and i remember watching it and they're talking about the history of jason and different people have played them and such yada, yada yada and what was really notable though is that they didn't have the rights to use any footage from the first eight movies so all the mm. clips in this documentary were all from jason x and jason goes to hell and I remember like seeing clips from Jason Goes to Hell and wondering what the f- hell is this thing? Like what what was this movie? <laughs> and you know, and they had the director like talk about it and talk about how he was doing something different and he wanted to do this sort of like it was almost it almost sounded like he wanted to do like a scream, like he wanted to like poke fun of like Friday the thirteenth. <laughs> well, it, it does feel like there's some like kind of dumb meta jokes in it, but they couple. just don't work. You know, the the idea that you know the person that starts like, an undercover agent sure there's a weird thing mm-hmm. where the, the main guy, when he picks up some hitchhikers who are going to Cramp Crystal Lake, Cramp Crystal Lake, yeah, Cramp Crystal <laughs> Lake, uh, where he says, "Are oh, you going to go and have some set premarital sex and maybe get slaughtered?" Um, there's a, you know, I, I feel like Scream just like ruined those jokes because I feel like every horror movie after that had to like make some type of funny joke about the. Oh yeah, premarital sex and drugs. Like yeah, you do that, you get killed. All right, but just just for the record, like... I mean, I know you, I know you know this, but just to make it clear, this was before Scream. This is nineteen ninety three. Oh okay, okay, sorry. 
Um, but yeah, like I, I feel like I don't know, maybe just the time period or whatever that, or maybe it's just like a meta thing. I feel like we had so many jokes like that. That was just uh, feels so tired. And what's um, really funny about it as well is that it was only a year after this where Nightmare on Elm Street would do kind of its stream because it did West Craven and Nightmare, which obviously we're going to get to true. in yeah. the near future as well. Um, so like it's just kind of weird the the, the it, it did feel like the director wanted to go for some sort of post-meta thing maybe this was the build-up to scream where scream kind of really took it and like because i mean obviously west craven did new nightmare and scream so clearly he was building up to doing this kind of tongue-in-cheek kind of like not quite a satire yeah. but like a, a look within the horror genre and um not that this pulls like, any of that off because most of it's yeah. like directed video just goofy possession movie bollocks let's be honest <laughs> oh yeah yeah it looked like uh it looks really bad if this if you told me this was straight to video i would not have been surprised yeah um but yeah the uh do you just want to get into spoilers <laughs> so we can kind of talk about yeah let's, let's go but... full spoilers jason goes to hell yeah. the final freddy <laughs> Um, I, I think some of the stuff that maybe could have been interesting, but they really didn't play with is like just the idea of the town, like getting into it. Like, you know, they have the diner or whatever that's selling like, you know, Friday the 13th. Yeah. What's J- Jason Voorhees burgers. They're making little yeah, hockey yeah. masks at the parties. Like that could have been like an interesting meta joke just about the idea of like, oh, these horror icons that are bad people are very popular now, but it's just like, it doesn't go anywhere with that. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I think which, you just really lose. Which, oh, by the way, I was going to say, just on that, that burger with the little holes for the eyes, I'm like, right, that makes sense for like a cookie or something like that, where it doesn't really matter. But in a burger, all that says to it's, me is that there's going to be like all the sauce is going to fall into the hole and you're going to take a yeah. bite and there's going to be this like nothing but ketchup or something in one of your yeah, bites. It's weird. Yeah, that's a terrible <laughs> idea. Anyway, continue. Uh, but I, I think you just lose a lot of the mystique of jason once you just have like all these people talking about him and once they're doing like news reports uh and you have like you know these unsolved mystery kind of shows <laughs> that are talking about jason Voorhees, i feel like he he just goes from being this kind of you know campfire urban legend scary story to like oh it's just like a a real thing now that people <laughs> know about it it just like loses any kind of interesting or creepiness uh, factor about it yeah yeah no it does it's it has no tone it has no atmosphere it feels just devoid of any kind of like personality to be honest i mean it tries to be satirical at points but it just doesn't feel like it it really hits it um yeah and it's, it's hard to tell what's going for there's a couple of references of course we'll mention these now there's a famous sure. the famous ending of course which jason's mask is lying on the ground and freddy's hand comes up and pulls him under which was kind of the start of hey freddy v's jason is going to be a thing yeah and you know i i never realized this before but like right before freddy comes out and pulls his mask down like this dog kind of walks mm-hmm. by it and then leaves so i started thinking oh wait a minute is the reason why freddy drags his mask down is because he's worried that if the dog pisses on his mask he'll come back to life was that a serious <laughs> suggestion to him? <laughs> maybe i mean it makes sense i mean I, I think it was what was it the the fourth friday movie where basically jason's resurrected because a dog pisses fire or not jason sorry freddy gets resurrected because like a dog pisses fire on him so i don't know maybe freddy's like well better get him back down here in case that dog pisses on him whoa, know, whoa, whoa. Uh, a dog pissed fire on freddy and that resurrected him when did, when did this happen yeah <laughs> 
I don't recall this scene. Which one was this in? I believe that was the, I think it was the fourth movie. I think it was after uh, Dream Warriors. It, it happened. It's in there. <laughs> clearly, clearly, clearly we have to go back and do the whole franchise again because I don't remember this scene. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jeez. Uh, so, so you got Freddy's glove pulling him down and whatever. And obviously, we're going to talk about Freddy vs. Jason in depth when we get to that movie. But um, it is interesting they they kind of tried to set that up so early, and it's just so weird though to do it at the end of this one where the so like I feel like at the end of a traditional Friday the Thirteenth, like give the audience the, the Friday the Thirteenth movie and then go, hey, we're going to shake things up and have Freddy vs. Jason next time. That's kind of exciting. Sure. But you gave us this movie that shakes everything up in a way that's horrible that none of us like. And then, yeah. you're like, hey, you say for Freddy vs. Jason. I'm like, well, as as long as it's really Jason, because yeah. <laughs> you know, Jason was missing for ninety percent of this movie, and it was dull and tedious and yeah. and stupid. as long as you don't have anyone involved in this movie making it. Yes, then, exactly. Yeah. Um, and, and the other one, of course, is the Necronomicon. Uh, yeah. Does make a make an appearance. Yeah, and the. Uh, I honestly, I, I wasn't paying as close of uh, attention to this movie as I should have because oh it's really hard to do because <laughs> it's so bad. But the the knife <laughs> that they use or whatever to stab Jason is it the same like what it can Darian dagger or whatever from Evil Dead as well? Uh, I don't know actually. That's a good question. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I thought I heard that before and. <laughs> Well, know. that's another I'm... thing. What, suddenly there's a magic knife that can kill Jason? <laughs> Where did this come from? This, this is such direct-to-video... And it's not a direct-to-video movie, but it's such direct-to-video sequel bullshit where they just put in these easy, like, deus ex machinas, these MacGuffins that never existed in the first place. It just it winds me up, Timmy. It brings my piss to a yeah. boil. Yeah. Ooh, much like that dog that pissed fire. <laughs> uh... <laughs> uh no like the and it also sucks for like you know kane hodder who again you know does like a great job as jason but it feels like he gets the worst movies because yeah he's like barely in this and then when he is like who jason looks bad in this movie yeah his mask think, is the worst yeah and again like i think we mentioned when we did freddy's dead too but like freddy did not look good in that movie where it's like these are like big tentpole franchises like sure they might have like you know, probably dipped in quality, but you think they would still have enough money to like look halfway decent, but like the makeup in here is bad. Yeah, the, the <laughs> Why early is it so bad. The early nineties New Line films are really bad, and it's just obviously the obviously New Nightmare changes that, but like these two have, have been really rough, and I think uh, J- Jason Jason looks rough. Obviously, like the openings. In fact, his entrance at the start of the movie is kind of weird, actually, because he just kind of like appears behind the woman, like just out of nowhere. Um, yeah. And at the end, of course, it's like, oh, he can if he if he takes the the body of a woman in his family, uh, mm. which t- turns out has yeah. So here, so let's try and unpack this. So we find out <laughs> that he's got a sister, right? Who is who I thought the main character was going to be? Um, nope. <laughs> because she, she she was introduced like the main character early on, yeah. and then we find out she's got a daughter who's also old enough to have a kid. And I because because she, she phones her daughter on the phone, and their daughter is the ex wife of the main guy, and they're split up, and she's got his baby, and blah blah blah. But anyway, so she phones her, and she's like, and she's like, hey mom, and I'm like, wait what? Because I'm looking at the two, and I'm like, <laughs> you look like you're maybe five years apart. <laughs> 
like in terms of age yeah. like you know the, the age difference was was not that maybe 10 years at tops like uh, how old is the main guy supposed to be because he seems like he seems like a, you know a teenage camper or something that would be getting killed by jason well i wouldn't go that far i mean maybe in Friday the 13th like age logic but uh you know yeah. he, he feels like he's in his mid-20s kind of thing yeah um i would say uh, the the daughter who has the kid uh mm-hmm. looks maybe at most maybe looks about 30-ish and then mm-hmm. her mother looks about 40 and that's yeah. like that, that's what the ages look like here um so I, that threw me but so mm-hmm. the older one the, the mother uh i should probably get some character names here so this is less confusing to talk about mm-hmm. um not that i really remember any of their their names yeah. um but oh that's interesting kane hodder also played uh, freddy's arm at the end <laughs> that trivia oh, okay. for you uh, obviously oh, I a... actually I, I do think i remember that yeah because yeah, I, I think i heard somewhere he's the only person who's played freddy and jason so yeah he's also he's got uh he's got a cameo as a security guard early on um oh, okay <laughs> uh, that, that's actually one of the, the worst acted parts of the movie him and the other guard are really kind of yeah. rough um is that other but... guard like a cameo as well because he also did not seem like a proper actor uh, not sure, but uh, maybe uh, you know, Kane Hodder might have used uh, some of that inspiration for when he played uh, the security guard in Wishmaster. <laughs> that was a bit later on. You're right. <laughs> You're right. Uh, so yeah, so the older woman is uh, Diana, Diana Kimball, uh, which makes me think of Kindergarten Cop. I, I can't think of the name Kimball without John <laughs> Kimball. It's not a tumor. Anyway, uh, so... She she is meant to be Jason's sister, mm-hmm. which makes uh makes Jessica his niece, and then Jessica's kid uh has great niece, I guess. Um, <laughs> so what's weird here is that if he possesses a woman in his family of the, of his of his bloodline, then it'll resurrect him properly. And that happens at the end of the movie where he ends up next to the corpse. Doesn't even have to be alive. He ends up next to the corpse <laughs> of uh, of Diana, who he killed early on. Because I, sho- I was shocked when she died. Like, I did not see it coming. Mm-hmm. Well, the first time I watched it. Well, in fact, let's be honest. I didn't remember much of this movie, so I was shocked <laughs> yeah. this time as well. Um, so, like, because she ends up getting... Because it, it does this thing where they turn around and she's the one who's stabbed in the back. And S- Stephen, who's mm-hmm. the main dude ends up living and he kind of becomes the main character and he's kind of on the run from the cops because they think he killed her uh, this is a yeah. whole whole thing uh so we get a little bit of jason at the end and all that really happens with jason at the end though is like the bounty hunter tries to hold him back as as mm-hmm. jessica has to get the dagger the magical dagger that will kill him and of course she stabs him <laughs> once and magic lights come out of him again and he's dragged to hell by lots of monsters that come out of the ground and pull him down yeah like this is not Friday the Thirteenth. This is absolute bollocks. No, no. <laughs> uh, I mean, geez, I, I don't even know where to start. <laughs> uh, first of all, the 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 bounty hunter, um, you know, it, it's not a terrible idea to have someone that is like, you know, like a, a skilled hunter tracking this killer down. Like that could be interesting, but it's just so weird it's like who is this guy where did he come from why does he know so much about jason and like i guess like just magic and stuff in general oh yeah i'm all Um, for i'm all for like uh john rambo coming to crystal lake because he's heard of jason (laughs) and he wants to try and like kill him or something that could be fun but 
like so much of it's him trying to be this cool bounty hunter that's kind of got suave yeah. and um I feel like they want like everyone to like say his name like like oh man don't you know who that is that's duke was it winston or no it was like a creighton duke duke creighton duke creighton duke oh okay <laughs> way off uh but uh yeah like it feels like every time they they go in the room they ask to be like another character like saying his name because they just want him to you when you think he's so cool um he's kind of an asshole though because it's like all right if you know all this stuff about jason um why are you like not stopping him like he'll only stop him for like five hundred thousand dollars which is like all right sure you want to get paid but like at the same time <laughs> maybe it'd, it'd be nice <laughs> for you to kind of help people out and kill this monster. <laughs> yeah, uh, worth mentioning though, the uh, the actor who plays uh, uh, Duke, uh, his actor's popped up in a lot of things, he was in a lot of Supernatural episodes, you know, I recognise his okay. face. Uh, he was he in The Leftovers, yeah, he was in The Leftovers, quite a bit of that, he was in Episode I, Zombie, he was in it, uh, the first It movie, came out 2017, you know, he's, oh, okay. he, he pops up all over the place. He's one of those actors, character actors who just pops up. Yeah. He, he was in an episode of Veronica Mars, for example, I'm just looking down his IMDb and just, oh, cool. He was in a bunch of X Files episodes. He's just—he's one of those guys who pops up all over the place. Yeah, nothing wrong with the actor. It's just the script yeah. is not doing the character any favors. Yeah, there was a few actors in this that I recognize from various things. The uh, the hard copy like journalist dude, who's like the really sleazy, like ah, uh, we're looking into this from America, you know, from for the American people. I'm investigating mm-hmm. this, and he's a bit of a con man. I recognized him. He was in the early seasons of uh, Desperate Housewives. That's where I I recognized him oh, from. Okay. Um. And I was like, okay. And then one of the people who works at the diner, um, the the little guy with the the, the kind of the unique voice, yeah. Um, he's a guy that pops up in a lot of comedies from the eighties and nineties. Um, yeah. His name's Leslie Jordan, but he, I, I knew him mainly from there was like a police academy knockoff called Ski Patrol uh, that okay. I saw as a kid, and he was in that. Yeah. But he was he also popped up in some episodes of Lois and Clark, which I knew him from as well. Uh, you know how every okay. Superman TV show has to do an episode where his powers get swapped with like a civilian. Okay. Yeah, yeah. he he was that in that show. Uh, although know. it was in two episodes, as different characters actually. But one of the episodes he was in, he was that. Um, yeah, he's funny. He's like so recognizable, but I could not tell you like one one thing that he's been in. Like I, I could probably throw a dartboard at like a you know late eighties, early nineties sitcoms, and he probably did a guest spot at some point. But like I couldn't definitively say like, oh no, he was definitely in this or that. He's got such a distinct voice. You know, I, I, there's a lot of voice yeah. work, I think. Um, you know, again, I'm I'm looking through his credits here just quickly, and like he's in so many TV shows, he's done a lot of animated stuff. Uh, it, it just makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> I feel like we haven't like even like touched upon like maybe like one of the craziest <laughs> things in the movie, where it's like they're doing the autopsy of Jason, and then like. You know, it's not enough that, like, all right, his spirit is going to possess this person, but, like, the guy has to, like, eat his heart. <laughs> yeah, he kind of stares Actually, at it because it starts beating on its own and he just kind of stares at it for a while. Yeah. And then he eventually just bites into it like a ravenous Actually, pig. Yeah. And, uh, and, of course, you know, I was watching this with my wife yesterday and I wish, like, uh, it would have been really funny just to, like, film her reaction during that scene because he just had this, like, you know, blank stare of like, what is this movie? <laughs> I like that idea. I like the idea of at certain points in future episodes, there'll be like, uh, there'll be a wave cam comes up at the bottom showing you the, the footage of, just, of a reaction. It, it just made me laugh because I don't think she's seen all the Friday movies, but, you know, she's seen like uh, a, a good chunk of them. And then like, uh, 
you know, and even if you haven't seen, like, even if you've never seen a Friday the 13th movie, I think you kind of know, like, what Jason Steele is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, but if you've, like, never heard of this movie, you're coming in cold and you're just watching it, it is, like, you know, the opening scene's like, okay, this is weird, but I get it. But then once, uh, you know, the mortician or whatever starts eating the heart, it's like, what the f- hell is going on here this is insane actually speaking of actors that i was recognizing the mortician mm-hmm. is another one that i i knew and couldn't have told you what he was in and apparently he was in rocky five but that's not where i was thinking of him from okay. um I, again he's another character actor who i think in the 90s especially has popped up in a lot of things mm-hmm. i want to say he was in one of the Ernest movies i think that's where i really recognize his face from i'm just can see that <laughs> i'm scrolling right now he's still been working for a long time he's still is he still active? Where was the last thing? Yeah, he's got 2019 credits. He's still going, uh, which is cool. It was, it was in a, a Smallville episode. in a Charmed episode. I'm sure I've seen him in these things. Again, yeah. one of these faces that just pops up all over the place. Uh, yeah. But I'm looking... Oh, he was an admiral in the 1998 Godzilla movie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, yes, this is where I know him from mainly. He was in the Bean movie, Mr. Bean. You know, the Bean, the ultimate <laughs> disaster movie. Okay. Yeah, I remember this. He was a cop in that movie. I think he's the one that he, he gives the laxatives to so that he can, he can get in and... No, 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 he's not. That's the security guard. But he's in that. I remember him in that movie. Um, okay. <laughs> I know. But it's, it's one of these things where he's just, he just pops up in so many things uh, and I knew his face. So, um, Actually, I've got another complaint about the opening scene, actually. Or the opening, the, <laughs> uh, the, the, the morgue scene. Okay. Um, so, first of all, why is security so tight going to see Jason's body? Like, what, why are they patting people <laughs> down? Like, he's dead. Uh, mm-hmm. And, you know, like, especially coming in and out, what, do they think the coroner's been, like, a, as a plant and is there to steal something or is going to try and <laughs> murder the dead body or... I don't know. Whatever. Possibly. <laughs> but anyway, the complaint I have is that mm-hmm. clearly this was shot to just play out... Uh, in a traditional fashion where we see like a montage of him you know doing the different things talking to his tape recorder weighing the brain weighing the heart whatever and instead for some reason they decided to try and break up the opening titles so it takes forever to get through this scene because you get oh, like yeah. you get like four or five seconds of him doing something and then it goes back to the opening titles for a couple of credits and every single time the main music came back in it'd be like da da and you get like two or three credits and it'd go back to him doing something quietly and then it'd go back to like it took so long to get through the opening titles because they split up all this footage and it it was very clear that if you if they didn't do this and they just had all the bits of him playing back to back it would have worked fine as a little montage of him doing stuff but nope we sat there for ages and it's only an 80 minute it's like well it's an 87 minute movie they were clearly padding the runtime here i think because uh, they could have happily just had the names come up as he was doing stuff uh, yeah. with some music playing and made it more interesting. But nope, we we had to suffer through it uh, extended length. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very bad. Uh, <laughs> I, I did kind of laugh when uh, that other guy comes in, though, and uh, says he wants to take a crap on Jason's mask. Yeah, little does he know that Jason <laughs> at this point is in the other guy and is yeah. going to kill him. And this death was okay. He kind of pushes his face into the the, the grate on the table, and he, yeah. you see like his a sort of grid like thing on his face. Uh, that's that's not too bad a death. Um, yeah. The 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 campers who get killed, the one that the, the Stephen drops off I, at Crystal Lake, are just kind of there for some extra deaths. 
Yeah, I actually thought that one was pretty good. Like the uh, when the woman's body basically gets like sliced in half. Like I thought that looked cool. Um, uh, I think you watched the unrated cut because I, I didn't see the slice in half. I just saw blood spot oh. on the guy. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, the Blu-ray only has the theatrical cut, so I, I didn't watch the unrated one. Okay. Yeah, I have. Uh, well, as you know, I got the um, uh, the last Friday box set, which only has you know one through eight. But I did find uh, you know, a little while ago. Uh, a DVD double feature of Jason Goes to Hell and Jason X, which, uh, oh boy, what a what a combo! Yeah, uh, well, kind of for like three bucks. Well, but. I'm happy to have Jason X on Blu-ray, so I'll make do with the slightly less interesting <laughs> cut of Jason Goes to Hell. Um, yeah. So, so it's worth mentioning then, like that, like if there's other deaths that are cool, I don't think I saw them. Like I, I saw the deaths, but I didn't see maybe the the part that made it cool. Because, because yeah. I, I, I think the extended cut is literally just moments of violence. I don't think it's like any extra scenes or anything like that. Oh yeah, uh, I, I mean that was like the a big one that stood out to me. Um, yeah, I don't know if there's any other ones that are super memorable. Uh, <clears throat> man, uh, I don't. I feel like it's just such a bad movie. Like even I just watched it last night, but I still have trouble like remembering some stuff. Uh, yeah. I think he he did pop someone's head. Uh, at one point unless i dreamed that um i mean yeah i'm not even that upset that i didn't have the rated cut i just i don't give a shit i don't care like this is the last time i'm going to watch this movie i I don't (laughs) i don't give a crap (laughs) yeah i don't know if i like i might watch it again if i want to punish someone (laughs) but (laughs) i mean i guess i have to punish myself as well but yes um, yes no it's very bad <laughs> yeah i don't there's uh a, we have to mention how sleazy the uh the tv guy is because uh, oh, yeah. apparently there's, there's now a, Vor- a Voorhees house that, that's where we find the necronomicon and the big final showdown happens this is where <laughs> jason's mother lived it's never been mentioned before <laughs> at all in the entire franchise and the yeah. uh you know they're having this showdown but before that the the tv guys like oh we're going to do like a walk around the house and i stole the mother's body from the morgue the, uh, yeah the dead body. Uh, yeah diana's but that's why it's there that's why jason can take it take over and uh, come back at the end because he's stashed yeah. the dead body here and he's like yeah i stole her dead body from the morgue so that we could find it on camera with the police and the ratings will go through the roof and then i went home <laughs> and screwed her daughter <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah he's pretty awful <laughs> joe joe our character was quite awful in this the uh the diner owner the uh the fat woman oh who, yeah she's yeah <laughs> because at one point uh, uh jessica comes in when she goes back to town and she's with her baby <laughs> and which by the way why is jessica dating um dating the tv guy anyway like it actually serves no purpose for the rest of the film she never finds out that he was a bad guy because he gets possessed you know after that conversation on the phone and she never really there's never like a confrontation or realization that he was ever bad like it it never pays off in any way that they're in a they're in a relationship and then she later discovers what he's like there's nothing there's nothing like that (laughs) it's like an irrelevant detail uh, the, the only thing it really accomplishes is that uh, Stephen overhears about it, so he feels shitty about it. But it never comes up. It never, it literally never factors in the plot in any way, shape, or form. It's it's bizarre. But um, what was I going to say? Something oh, about, you're talking about the diner owner. Diner owner, yes. Uh, yeah, Jessica brings uh, her baby in with her, and she's like, "This is a diner, not a 
not a daycare center and then like you know uh the the, the small guy's like oh it's fine he's, he's cute and she's like yeah and he'll be just as cute out in the sidewalk um and i'm like i mean i'm not a fan of kids necessarily but i mean i feel like what people don't families don't bring their kids out of the diner like that, that that's like diners yeah. I, I expect to be a pretty welcoming place to bring your kids to yeah. call me crazy it's not a strip know, club yeah. <laughs> no you should be yeah it didn't feel like a you know like a bar or something like sleazy like it was just like you know like a regular greasy family diner <laughs> yeah um George, George, there's a lot of stuff in this movie where the main guy steven when he's technically a fugitive where he has friends that kind of like he's got that one caught friend who kind of like lets him away with stuff and like you know just go he's got the other friend at the diner who's like i'll take my car and get out of here like there's all these people who who are willing to help him to try and sell us that he's got all these good friends that he's earned trust with and all of it just kind of falls flat i don't care about any of these characters i don't care about him yeah why uh was it really necessary for duke to break his fingers uh in prison i don't know in the jail cell Uh, good question um i'll just hit the mic i'm sorry guys um yeah, like, Steven's such a blank, wet blanket of a character. Like, he just... Like, I, I was shocked that he was, like, surviving more than a few scenes because he well, he felt so throwaway. It, it, it is very strange because you have, like, this badass bounty hunter that kind of comes in, like, at the beginning of the movie that you kinda, you're kind of like, oh, okay, well, if anyone's going to take out Jason, it's going to be this guy. And then, you know, you get into all this uh, lore and mythology about Jason, you're like, oh, okay, well, he has a sister. and All right, so the sister, maybe she's going to be the one that's going to fight the fight. But uh, no, it's like uh, like 90% of the movie is just going to be <laughs> this other guy. Yep. It's like, okay, this like legitimately, like, it's, it's a, really a guy weird. that has no connection or anything like important about him. Yeah, he's he's just there because he wants to protect the woman that he wants to get back with and his and his kid who he's never seen yeah. before. And <laughs> it's weird because I I thought the mother, you know, uh, Diana was going to be the main character, and then she was killed. I'm okay, that was surprising. So maybe it's shifting to her daughter, and it theoretically it should be because she's the one who has to kill because it has to be it has to be someone who's related to him with that knife to kill him yeah. which again why who knows who gives a <laughs> shit but it has to be and but at the same time it's still it, it, it's him it's the main character and she kind of just comes in and out as she does and if yeah. it, it, it doesn't have a focus it doesn't feel like it knows who the main character is it doesn't feel like it knows how to put a movie together uh, or the no. director doesn't know how to do it i guess maybe more accurately um because he did co-write the script as well uh worth mentioning oh yeah so i don't know uh, adam marcus <laughs> adam marcus yes yeah. uh yeah i don't get it uh, i don't <laughs> that's <laughs> i can't believe someone greenlit this i can't believe it like who thought this was a good idea it's... oh let's completely do a different type of movie and just call it the next friday the 13th i don't even call it they, <laughs> they, they alluded to it being the next friday the 13th they didn't actually call it friday the 13th I'll give credit where I mean, credit's due. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it's so insane because it's just like, hey, we, we have a winning formula. We have eight movies that people paid money to see that, <laughs> you know, I, by then, I don't know how good they were doing, but I imagine they're still turning a profit. That's probably why New Line won to buy the franchise. But like, yeah, it's like, uh, you know, you could have shout out like a, you know, just a, you know, regular boilerplate. Yeah, uh, summer slasher movie, and I'm sure people would have seen it. And, uh, and or even if like you know you do Toda as you know the final Friday, like y- you know you-, you can still do that. But 
have it be a more of a you know basic friday plot uh yeah, it's weird I... to go so crazy <laughs> yeah I, I get wanting to shake it up a little bit for the ninth movie but like or or like even like you know in some of the previous movies they would try to do something different like you know in the seventh movie you know it's like all right well let's bring in this like you know psychic girl that's gonna fight him and stuff it's like okay but the difference though is like jason still feels like jason like they're not like you yeah. can bring in these other elements but you don't want to change the one thing that works yeah the one <laughs> the one thing that makes it afraid of the 13th yeah, yeah. um I just this is such a misfire, and it's it's why it's, it, I think it's easily the weakest film in the whole franchise. I think it's worse than five. It's worse than the remake. It's worse than anything you can throw. And you know those movies actually have their fans, and I I don't necessarily hate either yeah. of those movies. Um, the fact that the remake's probably better than a couple of them, but like yeah. nine is just this weird misfire. It's, yeah, it's really bad, and and like even if it was, you know them doing something different like you know that, that possibly could be fine but like it's so poorly executed it's like even if you like the idea of it it's still not done well yeah <laughs> like, nothing like, about it like looks or sounds good or yeah we, we basically just watch people who are people who are possessed kind of walking towards people like zombies and try to kill them uh, yeah and it just doesn't even feel like a, a, a jason stale kills it just feels like they're walking into like broad areas and doing it because you know, uh, even yeah. in the later friday the 13th movies they still treat it like a horror movie where you don't know where he is for a lot of the time and it's kind of like oh he could jump out at any point this movie doesn't do that the characters just walk in and like assume that they're in disguise and until they get close enough to kill them and because there's scenes of the tv guy just walking down the halls of the police station just trying to murder people <laughs> yeah yeah uh, i don't even also know what to say <laughs> The idea as well that Jason like kills people for petty reasons is really weird to me as well. Where like he kills the guards because Kane Hodder calls him a pussy, kind of essentially. Yeah, it's like what well, he got petty and killed him. Like I feel like Jason would just want to kill people anyway, but they play it as if no, he was just going to leave them go. But then oh no, he insulted me. <laughs> I have to kill him. Uh, yeah. I don't. Yeah, know. I don't know. I don't know. It, it, <sighs> Jason goes to hell as. A giant wet fart of a misdirected movie. Yeah, and you know what gets gets me too, as thinking about this, is uh, you know how people have the big complaint with uh, Jason takes Manhattan, where they're like, well, he's barely in Manhattan for most of the movie. Uh, no one ever complains about this one. Like, you barely see him in hell. Like, you see him get dragged, <laughs> and that's about it. Like, uh, true, 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 true. <laughs> I think the bigger complaint is that Jason's just not in the movie at all for like the vast majority. That's true of it. too. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's a bigger problem than anything else. Um, I'll, I'll take Jason, you know, in Manhattan. I'll take Jason in space. I mean, that really should have been where the franchise went. Is just start putting Jason in different places. You know, Jason on a on a yeah. plane. Jason uh, in sure. Paris. <laughs> European vacation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like obviously that stuff like would probably be like cheesy and everything, but I'd rather have something that's like cheesy and whatever, but you can still have fun with it versus this is just bad on every fundamental level. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. There's like almost no redeeming qualities to this at all. Um, I, I, I can't, I can't really say anything really positive about it. This is the only one in the franchise where if I'm watching the franchise again in the future, I will. This is the only one I'm not watching. I'm skipping this. I can't do it again. 
Uh, I, I have a bad habit where, like, after a couple of years, I'll be like, uh, was this really as bad as I remember it? <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I'll, I'll probably see myself popping it in again, but, um, yeah, it'll, I'll probably lose interest fast. The answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is the answer. Don't you, don't you uh, mistake it. Um, yeah, so I, I guess we need to rate the movie. I, like... It's just like everything about it. The, the the resolution, much like the Freddy resolution, is just kind of like wait, that's it. That, this is all yeah. it was to finally put him down. When it, it took much more effort in the previous movies, and this was just this simple. Um, yeah. It just pulls plot ideas out of its ass that have never been hinted at or feel like it even coexists with the previous films. Not that continuity between movies was ever like a big concern really in this franchise, but this one feels so far removed from anything. Um, I mean, the fact that it ended with like you know jason being melted in like the sewers of new york and now he's still yeah. just at crystal lake walking around as if it's nothing like i don't know i feel like maybe you don't see this kind of thing as much nowadays because i feel like nowadays you get people that are like fans uh when they're writing like franchise or genre stuff so they want to incorporate like mythology and they mm-hmm. research the other movies and stuff um I mean, both this and Freddy's Dead, like, it feels like they're written by people that have never seen any of the other movies, mm-hmm. which, you know, obviously, yeah, I'm sure that's not true. But, like, uh, I mean, that's what it feels like when you're watching it, though, because it's so divorced from, like, anything you feel is, like, recognizable when you think about the characters. And it's really weird to me as well that in both cases, it was the movie that they claimed to be the big final showdown, the final yeah. goodbye <laughs> to these characters. They thought, this is the one where we'll try and do something. Like, no, make, make the one where you're sent, giving them a send-off, like, uh, just a, a, a love letter to the previous movies. But, no, it's like, no, we yeah. don't want to be anything like the previous ones. And in both cases... Even though I think Freddy or Nightmare on Elm Street Five was bad, um, it still felt like it was part of the franchise. It still felt like it was the next step. It just wasn't as good. Um, but in both cases, both this franchise and that, like no, it was like it was still Friday the Thirteenth. It was still Nightmare on Elm Street, and then all of a sudden, they're through the final chapters. Yeah. And we make these completely different movies that just don't feel like the jive with the rest of it. Especially this. This. I mean, like I say, Freddy's Dead still has a resemblance. To a Fr- an Eight Million Elm Street film, sure. This doesn't even, you know, like after the first five minutes, it's just like, what is this? This weird possessed movie. Yeah, I, I don't. Uh, uh. <laughs> oh, I hear it, Tim. What are you, uh, what are you rating this bad boy? Uh, I think. I mean, uh, like honestly, like we've watched some really bad movies, and like I, I do think this probably would be a contender for like are like some of our bottom but i'm not gonna give it like you know uh, the lowest score ever but i think i am gonna give it a two um you know just the couple of points are for like maybe like a decent kill here and there and then um you know as uh as much as the movie sucks like i do feel like that you know freddy's glove coming out and dragging the mask down even though when you watch it it looks bad (laughs) like you know, it, it's not like shot well or anything, but it is like a cool moment that does stand out in like a, you know, kind of horror movie history. I, I feel like even mm-hmm. though it's in this very bad movie, it, you know, th- that is kind of cool enough that I'll at least give it a little bit of credit for that. But yeah, can't go higher than a two. <laughs> yeah, I, no, I think two out of ten's uh, exactly right. I, I think the only reason why I'm not going lower is just because of the movies that I give a one out of ten to. Um, 
are just technically so bad and this has not got great direction this does not have good of anything really but it, it's of a standard i guess although there are some parts that rub me the wrong way like see the opening uh, after they've caught jason and it's going around some of the the spot guys or whatever uh yeah. there's a moment where the guys you know the, the whoever's in charge says to the woman who is like the debate he's like oh great work agent you know uh johnson or whatever and Dale then cooper yeah, and then he, he turns to the, and almost looks directly at the camera and says, uh, hey, stop goofing around, Mahoney, and uh, clean up this shit, eh? And do you know what it made me think of? It made me think of, like, those FMV games that you got you got in, like, the Sega CD. <laughs> like, the way yeah. he turned to the camera and says, all right, clean this up, like, the, the tone of the way he said it <laughs> uh, and the fa- fact that he was looking at the camera made it feel like I was playing one of those games. It was really weird. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's bizarre. Uh, the, whole, the whole movie is just this, this odd like experiment that is nothing but a failure as far as i'm concerned and i I don't i don't understand how anyone said this was a good idea or greenlit it or thought it would it would not piss off everyone who went to go see it um i'm sure there is a small sect of people who think it's the greatest thing ever and i don't know why but um uh, i mean again even if you like this direction for jason like wouldn't you at least be critical about like the quality of everything in the movie because it's just it's bad <laughs> i don't know uh some people aren't good at judging quality tim you know this <laughs> that's true there are those people out there yeah. <laughs> who uh, could they be <laughs> i mean people who like the boy for example have certainly got some questionable quality sensors well i, I guess i would say the same about people that don't like the boy but Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> interesting interesting rebuttal i'll have a think about that and get back to you um but no uh jason goes to hell uh two out of ten uh across the board so hey we're nine <laughs> movies deep we're nine movies deep and mm. um, we did freddy's dead this month as well which means that we you know we're getting very close now because now we get to do uh jason x and we get to do new nightmare soon and then after that, we get to Freddy vs. Jason, and mm. you know, you know, we're, we're actually really getting close to the end of these franchises, which is exciting because mm. it's taking a while. <clears throat> yeah. There's still, there's still some decent entries to talk about. That's... Yeah, I'm actually like I, I would say these, like this one and Freddy's Dead, like as bad as they are, they were. Uh, you know, I was interested in talking about them, but uh, I'm actually really interested in talking about you know the ones that, that we have next, and then. Uh, Eventually, when we get to the reboots, um, I'm really interested in that, uh, especially in the Nightmare one, because it's been forever since I saw it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I never uh, got past the first 10 minutes, so it'll be yeah. a new watch for me when we get to that. <laughs> so I ain't looking forward to it. I'll make that very clear. But hey-ho, the things we do for this show. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that is uh, that has been uh, Jason Goes to Hell, The Final Friday. Of course, you can support us over at patreon.com slash TV. For as little as one dollar per month, and uh, you can keep all the content coming. You know, show your support for all all these extra episodes this month. Uh, every month on Patreon, you get a bonus exclusive episode at any tier, so starting at one dollar. And this month, because it's October Thon, you're getting four bonus episodes. That's four, four, <laughs> and. Uh, that's the entire Wishmaster franchise, which is exclusive to Patreon. 
Uh, so go and check that out. Uh, so you get to support us, get some bonus stuff uh, for not a lot of money. And then, of course, there's the higher tiers. We get to vote for things and you get to do other stuff. Uh, but go and check it out. Um, and you can, of course, like, subscribe. You can rate the podcast on your podcast app, uh, Apple Podcasts or whatever. Give us five stars and a review. It helps more people find us. Uh, so you can help and support us that way. You can, of course, check out other content we do at Mailfuzz TV, such as the Sci-Fi Movie Podcast, The Ace, The Atomic Cinema Experiment, and a bunch of other stuff. And once again, I'll reiterate that we are doing a, a fan vote of sorts. Uh, we're doing a top 100 movies as voted for by you. And the way you submit to this is to send us in your top 50 horror movie lists to mftvquestions at gmail.com. The deadline is the 20th of October. Make sure they're numbered. Make sure they're ranked in order. And don't try and cheat and like put like two movies at one number because it'll just mean <laughs> that one of them doesn't get points. Um, you might have just one movie per slot and do it that way. Um, so go and go and do that. Um, otherwise, that is us. So thank you very much for for watching or listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching scary movies, guys. And we'll see you next time. <laughs>